see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. Because a lot of the stuff that they were saying is stuff that people think but don't say. Felt like it was some stuff that I learned, and it was also some stuff that I was able to share that I have done. Men put women into categories. She's the wife, she's the girlfriend, she's the lover, you know, whatever. And he's doing that by testing you to see how far he can go. You don't have to be looking for your forever husband before you have even found yourself. Before you get to looking for him, look for you. Thank you so much for creating this platform for us to be able to have a voice. So thank you. What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to this What Women Think series here on the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And I uh, will... Move on to the the last topic, and so I have one more clip to play, and we will go from there. All the guys on here know that we'll tell a woman we'll get in the fucking moon if we could, and they believe that because, you know what I'm saying, we, that we're who they're, who they're choosing to be with at that particular time. So when we're selling this dream to them and then shit gets sour and we leave them, we can't come back and say, oh, you should have made a better decision. You know what I'm saying? Because... We, you know, we're basically saying we're that bad decision. All right. That was Dr. Willis chiming in. And Ashley, for those who do make bad decisions and seek comfort in men who mean them no good, how do we break the cycle? You know, give me the woman's perspective on that, uh, how we break the cycle of people who may seek comfort in men who aren't any good. I say from my experience, stay single until you are completely ready and know exactly what you want. Date yourself. Find more out about yourself. Like, just take that time to really, like, find new habits and do stuff that you don't normally do. Go have fun. Go hiking. Go go, go skydiving. Something. Like, do something extreme to, like, really see how far you are willing to go for something before you just sit up there and settle for the next man that says he's going to give you the moon. Because a lot of men will say that. So I I would definitely tell someone to really just sit down, date yourself, to really just to know what you can put up with and what you can't put up with. You'll learn a lot by yourself than you will dating someone because when you're dating someone you're not really focused on you you're focused on what you can do to make that relationship work and make that other person happy so if you're happy you're going to attract somebody that's going to want to be happy with you and also with themselves like each person needs to have their own happiness within themselves instead of trying to find it in the next person okay and Erica, what do you think? I mean, how do we break the cycle, you know, from you know, from a woman's perspective, how do we break the cycle of 
ladies who may make bad decisions and seek the comfort in men who mean them no good? Um, from my personal experience and what I've learned is that we don't need to rush it. We have we have fallen under society's pressure and, you know, um, peer pressure that you have to be at a certain age to be married, to have a family, to have kids, when I feel like it's really it's really backwards. That's just like at 18 our kids become legal adults. But we all know if we have teenagers that at 18 they still not no adult in their head. It usually takes you to get um, past 25 up until your late. 30s, between that area, before you really even start figuring out who you are and then figuring out what life is. But when we try to speed up the process and get involved and get tied down with a person, the person you are at 20, you're going to be totally different at 30 and totally different at 40. So if you choose a partner for your life at 20, by the age of 30, you probably chosen the wrong person for you because you haven't even fully developed into who you're going to be. So like Ashley said, you need to take a period of time to, like, get to know yourself and not just get to know yourself, get to know the world. That's why I encourage my kids. I wish when I was their age that I was able to get out and see the world. But what I did as soon as I got out into the world, I thought I needed to get attached to people, to get attached to somebody, to get into a relationship Uh or having kids and thinking I got to be married at a certain age. Um, So I would encourage all women, and it's cliche, but people have said this for many generations, go out and find yourself. Go out and live life first. And then, you know, once you become a full person, fully developed person, that's when you need to choose a partner in life. And by that time, You'll know who you are, you'll know who's right for you, and you will make a better decision and you won't have a string of failed relationships behind you. You know, a lot of us, we feel like we got a lot of life experience and it made us wiser because we went through all of those experiences. But regret is a real human emotion. Even though you got those life experiences and you got wisdom out of them, there's still going to be some form of regret that you wish, I would have done this differently, I would have done that differently, I wouldn't have chose that person to do this with. And so when you can live life without a whole bunch of regret behind you, you'll be so much more fulfilled. So that's my advice to young women coming up, like really get to know yourself, really find out what your purpose is in God. God is the only person who can really tell you who you are and why you're here. So get that relationship with him first, and then he will lead you to the person who you're supposed to be with. All right. And, okay, so it's been women, 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 where can women do blah, blah, blah for pretty much the entire show. So now (laughs) I'm going to uh, flip the script on this last question, and very important question that I think men need to hear from a woman's perspective. And, Crystal, I want to start with you. Uh, What can men do? All right, that's the question I'm starting off with. What can men do to break the cycle 
of guys not living up to their responsibilities in relationships and fatherhood. <laughs> what can men do? <laughs> That's such a loaded question for me. Um, I would say, listen, okay? Listen to your mothers and not just, you know, your your the great mother, you know, the mother who was amazing, who took care of you, who was great or who was whatever, because we have plenty of mothers who didn't didn't know what they were doing. They were young or whatever the situation, they were dealing with their own demons. So they didn't know what they were doing. Listen to that too. Um look at her relationships. What what brought her pain in those relationships? Um, even if that relationship was, was with your father, just that one person, um, and then you can look at your father and say, you know, how did you two relate? A lot of times kids do not ask those questions. So it's up to us as, as parents and others in the community as well to say, this is what I went through. This is what I learned. Don't don't go that way. Go this way. And I'm telling you why. You know, so even if you do take the other path, you'll remember the words that I said and maybe you'll stop or you'll know how to navigate it. Uh I think uh, I think a lot of women, I've heard a lot of women say, I don't know what the hell happened to men. I don't know what they're taught. Are they taught that, you know, they should lie all the time? They are they taught that they should just say whatever the hell we want to hear and then just, you know, which is a lie and just, you know, just to get us in bed. I mean, what are the conversations that they're having as children that makes them who they are? But I think for men, you need to look back at, you know, your past relationships. A lot of times I found that men, when they get 40, <laughs> okay, um, you know, because they have that, that advantage of saying, okay, I'm 40 now. Now I want to have a, a family. Now I want to be great. I've been a, a douche for, you know, 40 years or 20 years or whatever. And now I want to have a family. I'm going to forget about everything that I did before because I'm a better man now. So you forget about the kids you had before, the horrible relationships you had before. Now I'm going to get married and I'm going to have this great relationship now. Um, and I'm going to be great for father from these kids or whatever. But they forget about the kids they already have and, and all of that. But it takes them sometimes that long to realize that um, this is what I should be doing. This is the kind of life I should have had or whatever. But then again, they have that luxury, you know, because they got a lot of sperm. They can do whatever they want in that situation sometimes. And they don't talk to the the men, the young men that maybe they've had relations with, with other women and they had sons or whatever. They didn't take that time to give back to them until it's too late. So for men, I would say, you know, you need, you need to do what we do. You know, you need to stop and you need to, you know, take stock in what has happened and, and, and you know, try to raise that is around you. I hear so many men say, these poor single women out here trying to raise a man, you can't raise a man. Yeah, but how many young men have you been around that you let slide 
that you were like, oh, well, that's her kid. Oh, that's her, whatever. Or that's somebody else's kid. You didn't give any wisdom to them. You didn't try to be that father figure or that male figure in their life. So why are you coming down on the women who are just doing the best that they can do with what they have, which is what a lot of black women and women in period, but especially black women in America, have had to do for centuries. But you don't give back to these women. You know, you may find a handful of men who will do that. But what we're talking about, how many men have been in relationships with women who have had children, especially young boys, and you just ignored them? <laughs> you didn't even try to talk to them. But instead, you decided to talk about the mother. So that's what I would say to men. All right. And LaShonda, what, what's your perspective? Um, I mean, what can men do to break the cycle of, you know, guys not living up to their responsibilities when it comes to relationships and fatherhood? Very single point. Uh, my first simple point, be honest with yourself. Um, number two, after you've been honest with yourself, uh teach others to do to do better and not to do what you have done. Um, just be honest. Make a conscious effort to be honest with yourself and not put the blame on other people. Take responsibility. Okay. Okay. And Angel, your thoughts? Um, well, as a mother of four sons, <laughs> I have four black sons, a 20-year-old, two 16-year-olds, and a 15-year-old, um, whose father, my ex-husband, is deceased recently, um, or relatively recently. So I'm in a position to where I actually have four young men that I have to raise on my own, not, mm. you know, not because their daddy don't want to be there, but because he's just not here. And I think people need to understand that not every woman who's rearing black men are just by herself is just because she just want to be. And I don't think any of us are doing it because we want to be. That's, I, I just want to throw that out there. But to your question, I would say I would encourage black men to heal. I think black men need to do, just like the lady said, in order to be able, like Crystal said, reach back, you know, in order to reach back, in order to be honest with themselves, they got to know that they're broken. They have to know that they have trauma. They have to know that, you know, they got issues. And when they realize that mental illness is real, that men get depressed, that men have anxiety, you know, men are stressed out when they realize that they have the same type of issues, they may, they may present themselves differently because they are men, but they have those issues and they need to heal. And rearing men, I get to see, like with my 20-year-old, <laughs> men, all it takes is for a man, I think most men who end up rotten, they end up rotten early. It, all it takes is one good woman that they really love. It's usually some young girl who don't even know herself that he just loved the, the her dirty draws, okay? And mm. 
she breaks his heart. It could be mama or it could be this, you know, this woman he just really fell for or whatever. She breaks his heart. And unlike women, we just keep loving them jokers. It's like a man shuts down, and I see it with my sons. And, and even early at 16 and at 20, they fall for a girl. They just like her because of how they are raised. They're just raised to just be kind and to love them and to be nice and to do all these things. Then they meet a little girl who's just being a, a young girl, young woman. She crushes him. And I even my oldest son, he's like, Mom, I'm done being the nice guy. I'm not doing it no more. And I have to constantly try to, you know, shift him so he doesn't so he doesn't go down that path. So I just want to say men need to understand they have trauma just like women, and they need to heal. They need to understand that therapy is okay. Life coaches are okay. Having a counselor is okay. Being a part of some type of group where men just chop it up and talk about men's stuff because there are some out there. There's one that's called the, the Man Initiative. They're out there. It's okay to say, I got issues and I need to heal, and then leave women alone until you heal. All right. All right. Amen, amen. <laughs> okay, so let's get ready to, to wrap things up, and if anyone wants to address that, you can in your final thoughts. But, LaShonda, I'll start with you. Um if you had to give, like, the State of the Union address for women in this country, um, as a woman who does not have children, if you had to give the State of the Union address to women who may date guys who do have children, what would be your advice to them when it comes to approaching today's dating scene? And, you know, your final thoughts on top of that. Um, <clears throat> here are my final thoughts. Uh, first off, Thank you so much for creating this platform and recreating it tonight just for, for us to be able to have a voice and to speak. So thanks, Q. Um, to the women who do not have children and are in this this scene of dating, um, just be careful um, the way that that man treats his children, relates to his children, and their children's mother um, is a result of how you can pretty much expect for your relationship to be. Even if he decides that he just doesn't want to put any focus at all towards them and, and quote-unquote, places that attention towards you, again, be careful because that's not good either. Um Know, just know who you are. Be comfortable with where you are um, in your position. And um, don't allow that, that, that man to place you into uh, immediately into the position of mommy when y'all are just not there yet. And you'll know when you're ready. But um, definitely to watch him and, and his activity with his children, and that will be it. All right. Very good. Short, sweet, complete. Thank you very much, ma'am. 
And Erica, you know, you're giving the State of the Union address to women in this country who uh, have children and they're dating men. What would be your advice to them when it comes to approaching today's dating scene? I would say um, take enough time to really get to know who it is you're dealing with. Um, Don't be in a rush. Um, I said this a few weeks ago. Sometimes, because I'm speaking from my personal experience, when you get to a certain age and stage in life, you feel like the clock is ticking and this might be your last chance to, you know, to have a relationship or to have a man or whatever. I don't care if you're 100 years old. If a man don't want to, you know, take the time to get to know you, then let him go and, and, and wait for the next one to come along. So don't never be in a rush. Really get to know who it is you're dealing with. For a certain period of time before you even introduce him into your children's life Because you don't want your children to um, grow an attachment for somebody Who's not even going to be there, you know, for a significant amount of time So I would say really get to know who it is Use your discernment, it's a gift from God He gave it to us for a reason So many years I didn't use it And every time I didn't use it, I made a mistake so now I've learned to really hone into that intuition. It, it never leaves me wrong. So um, definitely use that discernment and, um, you know, just have a full life of your own before you even try to get involved with a man. Have a full life of your own. Have a sense of peace with yourself that if I never get that man that I want, I'm still good. I'm still living life. Don't put life on hold until you find that person. Like, take trips with your kids. Show your kids the world. Do everything that you would do if you were in a relationship. Do that as a single person. Have a full life because the person that comes into your life is supposed to just be an addition. They're not supposed to be the all in all of your life. So that's that would be my advice for women dating right now with kids. And and dating men with kids, like LaShonda said, pay attention to their relationship with their kids. Pay attention to their relationship with the kids' mothers. If they have negativity to say about that situation, you might not even want to get involved with that at all. That's my spiel. All right. Very good. Thank you very much, ma'am. Crystal? Okay. Um, I'd like to say first thank you um, to you for bringing this to the platform, one brave man, (laughs) for doing this. But um, (laughs) for women, I would say, um, and I have a special love for young women. Um, You know, I look at life as a relay race. Uh, maybe because I was in track when I was younger, but I look at life as a relay race. I pass the baton um, back to um, the young ones, and now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to to live this life. And and the one thing that I 
I think I have taught my daughter and um and that I teach every young woman that I come in contact with is love yourself. You really have to love you first. There is nothing wrong with being selfish. And selfish, don't think of selfish as a negative. Selfish means I'm going to think of myself first before I think of you, you know. And um, I don't consider my children as for me because they came from me. They are me. (laughs) You know, they're just extensions of me. But um, everyone else is separate from me, including that man. And and we all get that um, instinct. I believe the ladies were talking about that, uh, you know, that kind of instinct of um, something is wrong. As soon as you, you you feel that, as soon as you feel that you are being treated disrespectfully or, you know, um, he says something to you and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. And then, of course, you think, oh, no, 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 I got to let it go because I, I want to keep this relationship. As soon as you feel that, you should say, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I can't deal with this or I won't accept the way you, you're treating me. And um, and if he says, hey, well, I don't, you know, I don't like a woman with causing me all these problems. Maybe you should look at yourself. And you know, you know what? Maybe I should. Goodbye. Don't be afraid to say goodbye to this man, because as soon as you say goodbye to him, guess what? Someone new will come along. Someone better. Someone who is um, that you can recognize now that you've gone through some process of elimination, you can recognize what you really want, you know. But the bottom line to all of that is you first have to love you before you love anyone else. And that's a hard thing for a lot of us to do, especially as women, because we're taught to nurture, to care for, to be there for um, not only our children, but our even when we're younger, to be there for our siblings, for our fathers. You know, we're we're there to cater to so many people in in life, and we think that's how we that's how we love. We have to give them things. We have to take care of the home and all this stuff. This is how we, you know, share love. And some of it's biological, and that's fine. But even with all of that, we still have to take time for ourselves. Um, we have to put ourselves first, and a lot of times, as we as women, we don't do that. So, love ourselves. Love women first. Fight for women. Fight for our causes. Fight for our daughters. And and with that, and I don't know if a lot of you women have experienced this. I bet you have. But men, a lot of times. The man you're with or or going to be with, a lot of times he tests you. He tests to see if you, because men put women into categories. She's the wife, she's the girlfriend, she's the lover, you know, whatever. And he's doing that by testing you to see how far he can go, you know. And you may think, well, if I do this, then he'll stop. He won't want to be with me. But a lot of times you'll find 
that as soon as you say no, I'm not going to have that, he relaxes and says, yeah, that's, that's the right answer because he was testing you the whole time. And you can talk to your male friends to get some honesty regarding that. A lot of men do that, and you know. But the bottom line is you need to love yourself, and that's, that's my mantra. That's it. That's the person who will never leave you, you. You will never leave yourself. So be comfortable and be honest with yourself and love yourself first. All right. Thank you very much. And Ashley, your final thoughts and, you know, right. any advice to women who are, you know, who have children and they're dating men? Yes, you know, I love the show. I enjoyed this episode as well. <laughs> I must say it's great to just have women and hear other women talking about things like this. And, like, when it, especially when it comes to dating. Now, if you're a single mom dating a man, I understand a lot of men will come in and tell you exactly what you want to hear. But make sure their actions also match up with their words. Because a lot of women, we tend to get blown away by something that somebody says. And we can't so, you know, we can't just believe that. Like, we have to watch their actions and see where they're going. So, like, everybody's saying, love yourself. Learn more about yourself. Like, every time you wake up each morning, learn something different. Find stuff that you like to do because you don't want to be stuck not knowing who you are because you basically tried to find your happiness in a man. So make sure whatever you need, you can also provide for yourself because that person could be here for you one day and gone the next, and you don't want to fall flat on your face. So that's the advice I have. And, again, I enjoyed the show, and I want to thank you for having me again. All right. Thank you so much, ma'am. Angel, shut it down for me. All right. Um, thank you, Q, for the platform. Um, I'm looking forward to being um, a legend because <laughs> ah, I love your show. <laughs> You're on the way. So thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chris, listen, Chris is going to be like empress just when I get to be a princess, but I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I got good good footsteps to follow. Um, so thank you <laughs> for allowing me to, to be on the platform um, as well. So, um, I don't know, I guess short and sweet, if if I had to talk to single moms, um, and I think I have uh, a, a kind of unique perspective, like, you know, like, um, like many of the women on here, you know, I was a young single mom. I, I know what it's like to jump into it before you really know who you are. And so by 23, you know, I had a newborn, my last semester of college in the 90s where I was going to be a school teacher and had to student teach with a big belly and no husband in the Bible Belt. I get that. You understand? Married by 24. By 28, I got four babies. By 33, now I'm a divorced mom, right? So I understand the dynamics, and now it's, it almost feels like a widow, but I'm not, but not, but not right? So I get it all the different layers of it. But if I had to to tell young women anything right now from my own life experiences, like all the other ladies said, take your time. 
don't rush. You don't have to be married as soon as you get out of high school. You don't even have to be married as soon as you get out of college. You don't have to be looking for your forever husband before you have even found yourself. Before you get to looking for him, look for you first, right? So take your time. Be cautious. Be vigilant about you know, about about loving yourself, about caring for yourself and doing for you prior to trying to connect yourself with some man, um, you know, and, and ending up where the rest of us have ended. <laughs> and I would also say do your own hard work first. Learn from your own past mistakes. We all have issues. We all have childhood Stuff. It may not be deep like molestation or rape or something like that, but if you didn't have a father in your life or you had mom issues or whatever, you want to make sure you're dealing with your own heart work before you decide you want to, you know, join hearts with somebody else. So do your heart work and learn from your past mistakes. If you're, I'm talking to single moms, which means you've gotten into a situation that you really don't want to be in, figure out how you got there. Figure out how you ended up with someone who decided he didn't want to be there anymore. How did you get to that place? Sit down and do the work. It's difficult. The hardest work is heart work. So take care of that before you start trying to enter into anything else. I'd also say, you know, know that there are good men. All men are not bad. However, not all good men are the good man for you. I think that's the issue. A lot of times we end up with guys who are decent guys, but they ain't the guy for you, you know? So there are good men, but you want to make sure that you're connecting with the man who is good for you. And the last thing I want to say is you have a choice, sis. (laughs) You do. So use your choice wisely. Make sure that you establish deal breakers and then stick to the deal breakers. If you say that you're not dealing with a man who doesn't want to sit down at the dinner table and have dinner with you and your kids, well, guess what? Don't try to be like, well, he has a good job and he really does this. So, you know, I'll fudge on the family part. No, if if that's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. Stick to it. Don't allow a man to shift what is a no for you to a maybe possible, I'll deal with it. Create the deal breakers, stick to them because you do have a choice. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate all, all the contributions tonight. I'm give you all a round of applause. And uh, I thank you, ladies, for opening up your hearts and sharing your feelings on how to date a single parent. I think that these types of shows are needed as they allow us to hear things from one side. You, you, tr- you can't truly understand someone's point unless you listen to it uninterrupted. And everything being said here today needs to be respected and evaluated. Even if you don't ultimately agree, just knowing how people think can allow you to have a better strategy when it comes to approaching certain situations in life. And that's why I want to have something like this where women can speak their minds, have a platform, and be uninterrupted by men. 
you know, that's why I kept quiet. You know, I, I have no, I had no comments this evening, and so that's why I started this "What Women Think" series here on the Talk to Q Radio Show. This is the first of many to come, and I want to give my listeners a leg up on life. You know, when you know better, you do better. So please pay attention to what's being said and recognize it when you see it in reality. Doing so can help prevent any future heartache. So on behalf of my guests, Angel Charmaine, Ashley, Crystal, Erica, LaShonda, and even Tasha got in there, and I appreciate her for thoughts. I want to thank all of you, and I want to wish you all a great day. And you've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. <laughs>